Hey, yo, and here we go. Another episode of We Talk Music is on the air and in your ear. Once again, I am Martin, and I have with me the king of the casters. He is Mr. Brett Podcast. Brett, please introduce today's guest. Oh, well, we are very lucky to have uh, with us today the drummer for a very, very cool band called Strange Legend. He is Sam Kerr. Sam, how are you? Good, man. Enjoying, uh, enjoying the heat, getting a little sweat on the brow. <laughs> well, I'll bet you do get a little sweat on the on the brow being a drummer. I mean, it's just like, uh, what kind of a workout is it, being a drummer? Uh, it can be physical, and uh, I believe, I mean, it really depends on the style of music you play, but even like jazz stuff, it, it sounds like maybe to some people those guys aren't doing anything, but uh, even jazz drummers, I know they get a, a hell of a workout. Yeah, it's so it's always fascinating, you know. You see, you see some drummers, and it's just their wild men with you know flailing arms and yeah, stick tricks and stuff like that. Do you yeah. um, do you practice your stick tricks in front of the mirror at home? Yeah, the off of uh, off the cuff mirror that I have. Yeah, I do from time to time. What kind of uh, what kind of things now? Now is it, when you kind of went into drumming. Did you? Is it something that you? you wanted to be like a bigger bombastic drummer or did you, did you just think, no, I just want to have like a certain style. Um, I'm not really sure about any of those, but I did know that I wanted a a big sound. Uh, that was one thing I wanted for sure. And I wanted to be tasteful. Uh, definitely something I wanted to, I wanted to try a little bit of everything and incorporate a little bit of everything into what I play. Um, and I mean, I'm still learning and trying out new things. Uh, as far as the stick trick stuff goes, um, I have been working a, a little bit on that, but mostly like just fundamental stuff, you know, getting the song down, getting the groove, um, you know, timing definitely plays a big part. Uh, I mean, when you play live, you want to, you want to be as on point as you can be and throwing in tricks and stuff. It kind of takes away from that. Um, Throw that in once you got all the fundamentals and everything else down, you know? Oh, yeah, I have to admit, I thought you said big tricks, Brett. That would be a totally different conversation. <laughs> yeah, it totally would be. Yes. <laughs> how, how hard is it to kind of get the fundamentals going then when you're, when you are a drummer? Like, do you, when you practice, like, do you work with like a metronome or a click track kind of thing just to make sure? Yeah, I mean, if I would always recommend that to anybody on any instrument, just getting the, you know, the metronome and getting the click down. Uh, I mean, half the studios you go to, more than half of them, you're using a click all the time. So it's just something you're going to have to get used to if you want to. Uh, move on and then you know rudiments uh, just your stick control that's a big thing um, you know the the ergonomics of playing is another big thing because you could really hurt yourself uh, if you you know you have things all over the place you want to be able if you want to be able to play fast got to have things close together uh, I mean there's a bunch of different things that go into it so the new single is uh, can't breathe or the new video and stuff like that so um, right so let's well let's talk about that and then let's just talk about the ep and just and just the music all together yeah, maybe we can okay. go through song by song and start at the beginning here sure. tell us yeah. kind of uh tell us about shadows the opening track shadows um yeah it's a it's a fun song um let's see we have so many tracks i'm trying to think back to i mean it was one of the one of the very first songs we created definitely um 
and I mean, pin, pinpoint something. Maybe it'll spark a memory for me. <laughs> it's the one with the one. Uh, it has the video that's not that's not with you guys in it per se, but just kind of almost like a visualizer video. The yeah, yeah. Are you talking about more about the video or the actual track? Itself? In this case, I mean, the I know, actual I know track. Yeah. I know what song you're talking about, but like, okay. what uh, what do you want to know about it? Well, usually oh, what we'd like the to know. genesis of the song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how did it get? Uh, you know, uh, basically, how did it get written? What's it about? Um, so most of the the songs on the EP uh, were already written by our guitar player, which is one of our, our main songwriters, and we just kind of stepped in and uh, added to it. Um, I mean, there's a few cool parts when we went into the recording. Uh, the producer that we worked with had a few ideas that really worked out for us and it took the song to you know a completely different level um i remember that was one of the first songs that i ever played with tony and uh it was it was fun putting together it does not sound it uh, i went through a few videos uh, a couple months ago to clean out the computer and whatnot and i came across uh shadows can't breathe a few other tracks that we don't really even play anymore and uh, they sound like crap <laughs> and it just, it's one of those things you know we, we've been working on it for i mean since 2017 so about five five going on five or six years now and i it just it's evolved and um that's kind of where it landed so how many tracks did uh did tom bring then to the table i mean if you if six on the ep does he have you know a couple hundred tracks for you guys to go through uh, I'm sorry, you said Tom? Yeah, Tony. Did I say Tom? Tony, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Tony. Tony, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Tony, uh, so it's a weird thing. When we first got together, we had about, you know, 10 tracks. Um, our singer, our first singer that we had, uh, he had about 10. Um, and we changed singers uh, a few years later. Uh, so we got rid of all those songs. We didn't want to keep using them, of course. You know, they're his that's his material we wanted to just make new material keep moving forward um but we have i mean as of right now we have about 30 to 40 uh you know regular songs that are solid there's like another 20 or 30 that we're still working on and then one little niche that we have as a group as well is uh we're also doing a, an acoustic set which uh, is about to be um it's going to be done pretty soon we're going to start doing a lot of open mics and shows for that and what's cool about it is the acoustic songs are completely different than the original. And so, you know, a lot of bands, they do the regular song and then they cover it or not cover it, but they, they do an acoustic version of it. Um, so we kind of have a little uh, edge on that. So that's going to be neat when we get to do that. And there's about 40 of those songs as well. So oh. more than 100. Sounds easy. Like, <laughs> sounds like you're going to go from uh, an EP to a box set. <laughs> yeah. So then what's the biggest difference between, you know, Strange Legend in 2017 to now besides changing singers? Oh, man, there's there's a lot. Um, <clears throat> a lot of different. Um, no, I can't say song structure, but just the way we've been writing has been changing. We're trying to focus more on getting, you know, even more of a hook for a few songs. Uh, the singing is definitely changed. And that bring that brings a whole nother layer to our, you know, our musical burrito. Um, we didn't have that when we uh, first started. I mean, the 
the singer was out of gas by the second song. And I mean, that could be because he wasn't, you know, using his diaphragm or whatnot correctly. Uh, but the Gary, which is our, uh, our lead vocal and other songwriter at the moment, uh, he brings a lot to the table. We're dab dabbling in piano, uh, introducing keys to the song, um, you know, a bunch of different effects and synth synthesizer stuff. So it's just a whole, a whole kind of different, different chapter for us. How hard was it then to find Gary? Hard. Uh, about 50 or 60 people later, we found him during the pandemic. Wow. <laughs> yeah we uh we had a guy that we were working with and he was doing okay um the hardest part i've i've found with some of the vocalists that come have come in is the writing ability and you know i have no place in the world to say anything about it but it's either you have it or you don't and you definitely got to spend you got to put the time in on it uh if you don't put the time in on it you're it's uh just not gonna happen you can't be like oh uh, you know, I'm going to sit down one day and write about this. It's like, no, man, like you gotta, it's something you take to work. You, you drive home. You're like, oh, you know what? This sounds cool. You write it down just idea after idea. And then you make, um, you make, make something out of it. Uh, the whole idea where, oh, I'm going to sit down and write about something. I mean, it may work for some people, but others, uh, these guys that we've dealt with, um, it just hasn't worked like that. Gary, the, uh, the singer. Uh, yeah. I'm getting his name right, aren't I? Okay, good. Yes, yes, <laughs> you are. Two faux pas. Uh, um, he's got a like a, a strange charisma, and I mean that in a really good way. Yeah, uh, thank you get you. it across from the music videos. Kind of, kind of, uh, you know, like he's magnetic. You, you're you're drawn to him. Is that part of what you were looking for in a lead singer? Oh yeah, definitely. That was that was one of the things. Especially, I mean, uh, when he's on stage, he's a He's a nut job, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's a, it's a great thing, you know, and, uh, we even have to say, Hey Gary, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta take a, a step, a couple steps back sometimes because you're going to need breath to sing the next part of the song, you know, which he's, he's okay. He's fine with, but, um, but yeah, he has a lot of energy. It's something we were looking for, uh, big time. Uh, some of the other guys we were with and worked with, um, they had the vocal part kind of down. Uh, singing but just this there was no stage presence and if you're going to be a front man especially if you don't have an instrument you got to be you got to be doing something you know can't be standing still yeah no doubt i mean there's and he's french isn't he yeah he is he's from france yep yes yeah did okay. you just find him that's on the probably internet? why he has that strange yeah uh did we you... actually f found him on a, a website uh I forget the name of it, but, uh, but yeah, we were using this website. We would meet a couple people, but yeah, he was out here. Uh, we found him. Uh, we met up during the pandemic and yeah, through the whole pandemic, we worked on, uh, you know, the EP with him and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, it's worked out. That's great. So How many, because he's, I was going to ask, Oh, Brett. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If, uh, because he's, uh, because he's French, do you think he brings a different perspective to the music just based on a cultural, any cultural thing? Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. Uh, he brings a different perspective on uh, the, the music and also life. Uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, as a person in general, he's not American. You're like, some of the stuff he does, you're like, Gary, uh, either I don't know you should do that or, uh, you know, that's really funny that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, he's done a lot of um, world world music. He calls it. Uh, he's also sang in a, a few cover bands in the Hollywood uh, scene. Uh, so he's a, he, he's I can't say he's all over the place, but uh, he's he's been in some different areas that's definitely helped him out with his uh, vocals. How does the band vibe as a whole work? Like, do you do you find like with the addition of Gary, like everybody? Because I mean, everybody else has been in for a little while, so like, right. is it is it hard to mesh personalities, even just for the three of you? But like, how is it now as a foursome? Um, I'll take that with a grain of salt. The foursome part. Uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good, man. Uh, I've been playing like live rock and roll since I was sixteen, and I'm you know, in my, my early thirties now. And, uh, this, this is, uh, the best group of guys that I've worked with so far. I mean, everything is, uh, collaborative. It's, it's easy to get the point across. Um, I mean, it's never perfect. Of course there's, there's shit we run into, but, uh, that, that just goes without saying it's going to, it's the name of the game. It comes with the territory, but, uh, as a whole, um, at the end of the day, it's a really good vibe. One of the things that I love about the album is the is actually the production that you do have, and and I think like, like when you talk about the when you talk about like the, the different musicians, I mean Josh on the bass guitar, like I love the fact that the bass sound is actually present and you can really hear that. Yeah, it's not like the first Metallica album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's right. I go back. Hey, uh, do we have bass in that? Oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, and he adds another layer too. He's, he's from the guitar world. Uh, he just picked up the bass. He thought it would be easier for him. And he's throwing stuff out there that I don't think a lot of bass players are doing nowadays. Um, and it, it may go under the radar, but when you actually pay attention and focus in on it, you're like, holy crap, like what, what is that? You know, it's not just a basic baseline. Um, and that with our producer too, uh, we kind of had, I can't say an argument, but he brought something up. He, uh, he goes, Hey, you know, when you guys uh, record, you know, you guys are going totally different directions. He goes, maybe sometimes you should bring it in and, you know, be together on some of the parts. And we agree with that to an extent. Uh, but I mean like Virgin bliss, for example, the, uh, the acoustic song that we have, um, with that, I mean, we're all kind of going different directions, but it is gelled together to the point where you don't really realize it unless you separate everything. It's interesting to hear you talk about that because on your website, you have this statement it says a uh, strange legend came together for one purpose and one purpose alone to be the type of band that is not with the establishment, the type that can reach out and grab your attention, no matter what, to be a different type of band that doesn't stick to a specific niche or place a specific type of genre, a band to unite the people in their common love of the craft. Right. Uh, is that kind of like your mission statement? How did you guys kind of come up with that? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, well, that was put together by all of us at different points throughout these last five years. And uh, we resonate with that uh, a lot. I mean, I know we're a rock and roll band, but uh, we have a little bit of everything, I believe. And uh, yeah, just, um, you know, going different directions and putting it all together. I mean, uh that's why we say, you know, as far as being a part of the establishment, I mean, we, as of right now, you know, we don't have any representation and um, I'm not sure if we're going to keep it that way because I myself, you know, are probably going to need some help along the way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, some of these groups we've been researching, they get a label, they get a deal. 
and their their sound changes and they they sound like a you know completely different group which is common right um we don't want to you know be like that um so we're gonna see where it goes from here but uh yeah we don't want to be part of the establishment um uh, definitely not yeah it lists stuff. it lists you as being like management as well on there so like what do you view as your roles as management uh, for now, it's just booking gigs and, you know, uh, kissing the babies, talking to the, talking to everybody, whatever they, whatever that uh, saying is. <laughs> um, uh, booking shows, you know, we've been working with Jody and shout out to Jody. Thanks again for this uh, connection with you too. And uh, I just want to say too, I uh, appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, it's beautiful that uh, there's still some people out there that want to bring, um, you know, some original uh, rock acts back to the, uh, back to the, not the top, but the, uh, where people can actually listen to them. Um, but I'm sorry, where was I going with this? Oh, your management. The, uh, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, we work with Jody and then there's, you know, some press people we've been working with. Um, I kind of take care of that. Uh, the finances, which is not much at the moment, but, uh, but we're looking for investors. Uh, if there's anyone listening out there that is interested in an investor, let's talk. Um, but yeah, so that, that's what it would tell, I guess. And then, you know, setting up studio time. And uh, Tony also helps with that. We're good buddies with our producer guy. Um, I mean, anything you could think of that I'm probably not mentioning right now uh, because I'm not thinking about it, but you get the gist of it. Yeah, but there's um, kind of a weird place right now in rock music where it's not necessarily the most popular, and yet it's, it's it not. is in a way. Because I mean, yeah, that's... Uh -huh. Well, it is in the fact that that all the top touring bands are old rock bands. Yeah. So in that way, it's still the top. But as far as new bands, it's it's definitely not. So does that yeah. make it difficult to kind of get gigs and that type of thing? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I mean, unless you really you know a lot of people. I mean, uh, uh, you know, knowing someone's name and contact is way better. It, uh, what's the old saying? Um, it's all on who you know, not what you know. Uh, that is the bottom line. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, for sure. And and so then, you know, when you're out, like, what's the LA scene like when it comes down to playing? I mean, I mean, we're thirty to forty years removed from the from like that, you know, eighties hair metal sunset strip days. So yeah. Like, what do you have now in that regard? Um, as far as LA, um, I would just bring up the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood scene. I mean, it's, it's pay to play. You're not going to play unless you can bring people. Uh, and that's just, that's just it. Or if you go a little uh, more South down to orange County, um, if you have a few connections down there, they're pretty lenient, uh, as far as that goes. I mean, uh, I don't these these venues they thrive on the the bands uh if it wasn't for the bands playing the venues i don't know if they would still exist um you know viper room whiskey roxy uh you know i mean they're they're bars and live entertainment venues but uh you know if i don't know how it worked back in the 80s but if a band couldn't bring anybody in and the venue expected them to uh, you know, pay for the night and pay for the employees. I mean, the bands might as well just run the venue. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's, it is insane, but I mean, I suppose there's, is there a lot of competition then in and around? I mean, when everybody thinks of LA, I think you probably think actor on one side of the street and musician on the other side of the street. Yeah. Later on no, there's, <laughs> yeah. The, there's a bunch of competition. I mean, the uh, LA scene's oversaturated and has been for a very long time. And I believe that's the reason, you know, a lot of these venues can get away with it, you know, but there is bands, you know, like I think Drowning Pool just played on uh, at the Whiskey on Monday. And I mean, they packed the house. So, I mean, on a Monday night. So you got that aspect of it, too. Is there ever was there ever like a thought in your minds of of relocating and trying to find some place that's a little more like, I guess, user friendly in a way? Yeah, um, I believe there will be a time and place for that. Um, but at the moment we're, I mean, we're still a young band and we're still trying to, um, establish, um, uh, establish, you know, our, our big foundation. And from that we can go anywhere. Uh, so that's our main, our main focus uh, at this time. So then when it comes down to like, you know, trying to establish that foundation, I mean, we talk like there's so many things open to you. I mean, and when we kind of talked about management, like what about social media, that kind of thing? How like do you try to keep up with those kind of things? Do you try to like focus? I mean, like, do you consider a Patreon page at some point to try to get those investors uh, just like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Instagram and Facebook, we're pretty, uh, pretty sharp on it. And we're at the moment, we're working with a few people that are trying to help us with that. Um, and, you know, as far as a Patreon page, uh, that's something I've, I've definitely been looking at. But as far as setting it up goes, I mean, I was just telling this lady the other day that, you know, I, I have a little bit of knowledge about, you know, the whole management role. But uh, first and foremost, I'm a drummer. Um, I've just been doing this to help kind of get our name out there and, you know, try to get a little traction going. But, uh, you know, like I said, there's going to be a point and I feel that we're at that point right now that uh, we're going to need need some help because uh, my knowledge base is about up to here and we're there. So uh, <laughs> there's not much I can do um, after that. So, yeah, man, uh, we'll just we'll see, we're going to see what happens and we're going to keep reaching out to people, um, you know. So is that kind of the the goal then when it comes to to like finding securing management is just reaching out and just kind of continue and then hope that somebody kind of you know you find the right fit along the way? Uh yeah, it could be that or it could come in a in another form. I mean, uh we're not we're not really we can't tell the future on that. We're not really sure. Um and like I said, I'm still trying to figure this out, so I might find the next day another way to accomplish that, you know. Um but yeah, a little, little green in that department. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I guess it, it's better to, it's better to start and to, I think to try to get some knowledge of this as opposed to, as opposed to a lot of those bands that got taken advantage of immediately because they didn't have any knowledge. So I think yeah. you're, you're kind of starting from the right, the right place. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, you know, no one wants to get ripped off, but when you, uh, you see something that grabs your attention and you get excited about it and then, then your emotions take over and we've, I mean, we all have seen what's happened with that with a few artists, but, um, I mean, at the same time too, when you're a new artist and you, you get maybe, uh, 
the right kind of deal, I mean, you're going to have to, you're going to have to stick it out and see if it works and nothing's going to be perfect um, the first time around or the second. You know, I think our listeners, for instance, can really appreciate uh, a new band that uh, has a DIY attitude like you have. I think Thank that's, you. that's something that really is, uh, uh, will, will attract people to you beyond the music. Right. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we're uh, we're pretty transparent as far as that goes. Um, that's just uh, yeah, the DIY thing, the like the video for Can't Breathe. Uh, I did the video editing editing for that and I shot it. We shot it in my garage uh, with props and all the other crap you see on it. And um, I mean, that was that probably cost less than 20 bucks. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. So we just, we took care of it. And then there's a few other uh, videos on um, YouTube that we have uh, that were, not, you know, more DIY stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're learning as we go. And uh, that's, that's, just, that's just it. I mean, that's uh, uh, all we can do for the time being. So that you bring up the video, um, you know, like, how, how about the concept? Like, what did everybody kind of get together and throw ideas into the hat? And then you just kind of figured it out from there uh so tony uh he's a very creative uh and like deep thinker um you know and he came up with most of the ideas for for this video so um you know he's old school man you know barely barely knows the computer and all that good stuff so <laughs> that's that's where that's where i come in <laughs> and uh, he goes hey man i want to i want it like this and i want to see that and then i'm like okay uh, I got this idea, so I throw that on there, and then I put a couple effects or whatnot. And I mean, we just uh, we got ideas from Josh and Gary, of course, just pieced it together. Sure, Tony's old school, but what about Tom? Um, <laughs> Tom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, Tom was Tom. Tom is from MySpace, so uh, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what he's been up to lately. <laughs> yeah, the, the Phantom Fifth member of uh, <laughs> Strange, uh, Strange Legend. Yeah. It yeah, could be, you never really know. <laughs> explains the name of the band. Strange, how'd you come up with the name Strange Legend? Uh, so the name is ambiguous. Uh, we just want to keep it open. It's open for interpretation. Um, maybe one day we'll come out and let you know uh, what or how it actually came about. It's a pretty funny story. But, uh, but yeah, for right now, it's ambiguous. Um, you know, listen to our music. Um, and get your own idea from it you know like can't breathe for example uh when we first like kind of finalized that song i want to say uh, i was in an interesting place financially and i just felt like i couldn't breathe you know uh and it and it resonated with me really really strongly um so just for that song in particular you know if there's anyone out there that's going through some shit and they feel like they're suffocated and they can't breathe. I mean, that's that's exactly it right there. It's well, interesting because uh, as soon as I saw the title "Can't Breathe," I thought, "Is this? Is, are they writing about George Floyd or something like that?" And, you know, no, and it's 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 just it's a freaking coincidence that it came out during that whole ordeal. You know, um, so mm -hmm. it's definitely not. We didn't write it because of that situation, uh, un unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because because with the songs like there, you can see that there's a lot of influences from, you know, you know, like like different 
places coming in to go into the songs so like does everybody bring i guess something a little bit different from their background that kind of goes in to make to make this oh, yeah. you know melange of strange legend oh yeah big time i mean gary himself he's into you know jim morrison and pink floyd and all those led zeppelin all those guys um and then you know josh he's a nirvana kind of guy foo fighters uh, uh like green jello which I mess around with green jello sometimes as well. Uh, and then I like, you know, like bands like Atreyu or Beartooth or some of the newer hip stuff. Well, hip, whatever you want to call it, but, uh, or the agony scene. That's another one of my favorite groups. And then Tony's, um, Alice in Chains, uh, Soundgarden, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, we have a mix of all that coming into it. Yeah, and I can and I can see those kind of things because it's it's like you could you can tell that there's there there is that like rock and roll foundation, but then but then there's like the heavier stuff kind of layered on top of it and just kind of right you know trying trying to weave all of that together. So so it definitely makes for an interesting listen in that regard. Yeah, thanks. So then what are your plans going forward as far as like the music? I mean, you talked about the, uh, about the acoustic album. Like, are you planning on releasing a full, full length disc sometime? Yeah, sometime. And I, we're getting geared up to go into the studio in a few months and we're going to be putting out a few singles, a few more singles. Uh, so that's set up and then uh, probably just exploring playing some more shows uh, a little bit out of our, um, our range so you know we're looking at san diego right now and uh up in norcal and uh maybe some places in nevada um so yeah that's that's a plan going forward is it get a lot of feedback on what's going to be a single or do you know ahead of time this is going to be one of our singles uh we kind of been talking about it but you know can't breathe was a for sure one for us but as far as these songs uh we got out now um I'm not really sure, but I know there's one song called Mr. Other Side uh, that I'm really excited for. Uh, that one's a kick-ass song, and people are going to love that one. That's a great title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a great Yeah, title. the lyrics are even better. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so then when when somebody brings you the song, the lyrics, like, do you just, like, like with Mr. Other Side, do you just immediately know, like, oh, oh i've got this like i know what i'm gonna drum to this no man uh just the other night we were me and the bassist got together and we ran over that track uh a few times just to put some ideas because what will happen is you know we all can't meet at the same time uh you know sometimes so tony will come he'll record the riff um you know and then me and josh will jump on it and you know take a few tracks see what sounds good and uh just take it from there it's kind of layer, layer on top of layer. What's that? Sorry, how old was it? Were you when you started drumming? I was thirteen. Thirteen. Oh. Yep. And how often do you practice now? Uh, I say like throughout the week, uh, four to five days. I'll do you know fifteen thirty minute um, just exercises, and maybe you know two to three times out of the week, I'll sit down and play for like an hour or two. Now, in now your... I imagine of all the instruments you could have picked, of all the instruments you could have picked, of course, drums is probably the loudest, the one that takes the most patient. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I when I first learned how to do double bass, I think I was 14 or 15, and we took a trip up to my grandmother's house in Northern California, 
And I actually, I took my double pedal and I set up a, a pad on the floor uh, and I just did rudiments with my feet to kind of figure that out. <laughs> wow, I did it for, I did, did it for days. Yeah. It takes, it's a lot of dedication, man. Uh, any instrument is, uh, but definitely drumming. Uh, you have to, you have to invest time in it. Cause There's in so the video parts for, to it. In the video for the verge of bliss, I know that, uh, that you're off the kit for a little bit besides playing the bongos, but you've, you've got a guitar. So is that, uh, are you, are you uh, working on being the next Dave Grohl or are you just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know about that, but yeah, no, I, I like, I like to play guitar too. I'm just not a, as great as it, uh, great at it. Uh, but I'm, I'm getting there, you know, bar chords were, were tough and, um, you know, but it's not my main instrument, but, uh, I plan on picking that up uh, for this acoustic stuff. So I definitely got to spend time on that too. Is that the kind of case where you would, you know, maybe sit down with Tony and, and he'd give you some pointers, that kind of oh, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, we, he sends me videos all the time. Hey, man, try this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's see what happens. And see, and, and maybe Tom can help you too if, if he ever shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> we love Tom. <laughs> uh, what about um, the recent passing of Taylor Hawkins, who was such a good beautiful drummer himself. Uh, uh, what do you kind of, do you have any thoughts on his, on his drumming or his passing? Yeah. Um, you know, he was a kick-ass drummer and I just found out he's a crazy vocalist too. Um, mm -hmm. he is killer. Uh, and yeah, no, it's really sad. Uh, gone too soon, you know? Um, but you just gotta you gotta move forward and you gotta use his late his because I mean as far as I'm concerned he has a legacy um, and just kind of uh, take from that you know there's a lot of a lot of good stuff that he has out there for sure yeah it's a it's a good time to kind of go back and uh, and listen to it and realize yeah re reminisce did. on it yeah. and enjoy it yeah exactly mm. now when you guys are on the road what what is it that you're listening to in the in the car in the van um i like a lot of talk radio yeah i'm a i'm a I'm, I'm an old man i get called um but yeah as far as music um i mean just all the the regular stuff we would listen to you know at uh, at home you know nothing uh nothing different but like when you're on like do you travel as a group when you go to the shows um a few times um but it's it's just the same, same stuff, mm. you know, or a lot of times we're, we're talkers. So we'll be talking and we'll turn the song down. I mean, it really just depends. <laughs> Do you think that the, that the pandemic like really hurt your, um, your groove kind of thing, if like from where you started or. Uh, no, I, I can't say, I can't say that it did. Uh, if anything, it made us a tighter unit. Um, I mean, as far as writing goes, had a lot more time to, uh, you know, sit down and figure out tracks and songs where we wanted to go with them. So I, I, I think it helped. Yeah, that's interesting. Now you guys have an awesome logo too. Um, how did, where yes. did that come from? That uh, idea actually came from the, uh, the queen logo. Uh, oh, okay. We, we were having, we had the name, but the logo, we just couldn't find anything that fit. 
And I was looking through a bunch of different band logos and how they figured it out, how they came up with it. And then I came across a queen logo. And then I noticed that, you know, each, each different piece of it represented each member. And I'm like, Oh, that would be, you know, that would be perfect. Um, so we kind of went through a few ideas of that, uh, like our mother's hometown or, or like the, um, the state symbols or just, you know, weird different things. And we, finally came up with the idea for um for some kind of creature uh so uh gary's the um the phoenix which is at the bottom um josh is the you know the turtle which the sea turtle on the side that represents you know him and his daughter uh and then the um the peacock on the right that represents me uh because when i was growing up uh, my dad had a ranch down in san diego and uh, there was always peacocks that woke us up in the morning, as well as the roosters. Uh, so I remember that from my childhood. Uh, and then the tree of life, which is the whole thing surrounding it. And the fist in the middle is just like bringing everything together. Uh, and that's also Tony, too, because um, he works out and he looks like a, a strong man. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. So all, all those kind of pieces tied everything together. And then we had we found a graphic artist to do it. and. He came back with that and we were just, we were stunned. We're like, oh, this is exactly what we wanted. It's nice when that happens, eh? <laughs> when you can actually get something exactly yeah, what you wanted. <laughs> really. Hey, uh, I, I don't mean to cut you guys short, but uh, I got to, I got to go back to work, my friends. Yep. No problem. I yeah, just we were just to, uh, uh, let you go anyways. We want to yeah. give you the chance to uh, tell everybody where they can uh, keep up with Strange Legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strange Legend. You can check us out. Instagram, Strange Legend Official. Uh, Facebook, Strange Legend. And uh, please go and like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're trying to grow that up. Watch all the cool videos we have there. And that's uh, Strange Legend Official as well. Awesome. Well, Sam Kerr, awesome. thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. You guys rock, man. Me. I will say what's up to Tom for sure. Uh, no doubt. All right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we wish you all the best in the future and uh, and hope that you guys have nothing but the best of success. Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys as well. And thanks for doing this again. We uh, we really appreciate you guys. No problem. My pleasure. All right. Now you get all back right, to take work. Take care. <laughs> I will. I'll go see, uh, I'm going to go visit with Tom. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys. All right. See you later. See you later.
Slow. 